0: to muscles, motherhood, and motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. So tell me, if you're here right now, raise your hand if you have struggled with your health journey in any capacity as a mom. So maybe it's that you were an athlete before, and then once you had kids, you fell off and you weren't able to keep up. Or maybe you are awake at night thinking about like how you have to meal prep and go to the gym and diet. Or maybe you are trying to figure out how the heck to balance it all Or maybe you're just so burnt out, you can't even get started, right? I know I've been there before. How many of you struggle with meaningful self-care, meaning you're actually doing the things that make you feel refreshed and restored on a daily basis or a regular basis, right? And last, who has said to yourself, this Mother's Day coming up, hey, yeah, I don't really want anything. When truthfully, deep down, you wish for at least like a nap. That would be nice. Even if you didn't get a a gift, you would like some sleep, right? So if you said any of these things, trust me, you're not the only one. Because I asked my Bold and Fit Motherhood community on Facebook what they wanted to receive this Mother's Day, and the answers were kind of shocking, but not surprising, okay? So here are some of the most common answers that I got, okay? The first one, the number one answer, you guessed it, I just want a nap or I just want to sleep in. That was it. And I'm not surprised that this is the number one answer because moms are some of the most sleep deprived people around for one reason or another. But when I hear I want a nap for Mother's Day, what I'm really hearing is I desperately need a true, real break. I need rest, not just my physical body, but every part of me needs rest. I do so much. I do. I just want to not do for just a little bit. Right. Does that sound like you? Because I know I know that. I'm definitely not the only one that agrees with that one. So if you are agreeing with that statement and saying, yes, I want a nap for Mother's Day, it's really time to kind of consider how low you've been putting yourself on your own priorities list. Okay, we're going to unpack all this stuff, too. The second answer was, I want someone else to clean the house for once right? Does that sound like you, right? Do you have a messy house that you wish someone would just scoop up and get handled for you, right? But you know what really sucks about that answer? The fact that this is just the expectation, that the mom just handles all the things for the family, right? And, you know, even (sighs) the moms that are saying this in my group have jobs in addition to being stay-at-home moms, or excuse me, not stay-at-home moms, but working moms. They're at home, they're at work, they're doing all the things. And this dynamic is unfortunately extremely common. So despite having the same workload as their partners, most often moms tend to have the emotional and workload at home as well. And they carry majority of that load, right? It's a generalization. Of course, not every family is like this, but it's extremely common. Does that sound like you? The third answer I got, which was next on the list in terms of how often I had seen this answer put down, was a vacation, right? And when people were typing in vacation, they were talking about either like something extravagant or even just like a tiny getaway. You just want to get out of the house and be somewhere. And I had, it was kind of split, which was interesting. A family vacation because they know it would be fun for their kids. And I also had moms saying, I want to take a vacation for myself and not feel guilty about it, right? So, do you ever feel like you just need to, to escape? Right? (laughs) I feel like as moms, sometimes we get this feeling that we just need to get out of here. Right? So if, here's the thing though, if you were to just pack up and leave for a couple days, would you actually come back feeling refreshed? Because The other part of the answer that I saw was that, you know, (laughs) I'm going to await whatever fresh hell is waiting for me, right? I'm going to come back home and it's going to be chaos. So many moms feel like a vacation, for example, is too far off or it's too unrealistic or it's just not going to be possible because they know that they're going to have more work to do because they weren't home to handle everything and nobody wants to come home from a restorative vacation and see the mess, right? The last answer that I saw that was extremely common was, I don't care as long as I don't have to plan it. And (laughs) I hear you, but you know what really sucks? It's like if, tell me if you feel like this, do you ever feel like if you are not in charge of making the plans that they're just not going to happen? right? And this is a disappointing truth, honestly, because sometimes as moms, we just want someone else to step up and step in and just handle it. And it is deeply exhausting emotionally and mentally to make the decisions for the family all of the time. Do you feel that way too? So I want to ask you, do you hear a theme with these answers? All of them come down to one thing, exhaustion okay? And moms of all ages, in all stages, different seasons, in different family dynamics are just bone tired in body, in mind, in soul, in routine. And if you relate to these moms or these answers, it's time to make a change. And I want to tell you how to do that. And you might be thinking, how the heck am I supposed to just suddenly change my entire family dynamic? And how do I change something that I technically don't have control over, right? So I'm going to tell you Just to start this off, three simple shifts to help you feel more empowered, more in control, and less exhausted, okay? So number one is to create a strong health routine that helps you feel physically strong, mentally strong, balanced, energized, and create some more me time so that you can show up powerfully for your family and yourself. I'm going to talk about how to do that in a little bit here. Uh, number two is focusing on deep restorative self-care and not just the once in a blue moon treats. Okay. So deep self-care, meaning you're making more time in your schedule for daily practices that actually help you self-regulate and keep your stress at bay. Okay. Number three is enrolling some form of support. So get your partner on board get a coach, join a like-minded community, AKA you need to ask for help. And I know that's hard. And I know sometimes we don't know how to ask for help or even what to ask for. And we're gonna kind of talk about this because you deserve it. You deserve the support. You deserve more than a nap for Mother's Day. The one day a year where moms should just be treated like the true queens that they are deserve more than just an hour of extra sleep right? You deserve to feel peaceful, joyful, empowered, balanced, and taken care of every single day. And remember, your family can give you things for Mother's Day. They can give you these things for Mother's Day. But ultimately, it is up to you to make that your reality every single day. And I this is something that I help my clients with. So Let's dive in and kind of talk about some of these things, okay? So the first thing in order for us, excuse me, in order for us to really get the most out of those three things, right, we need to start with reworking the mom guilt thing, right? We need to ditch it entirely, and I know it's easier said than done. So the first thing is to note that we often think that taking some form of time for ourselves is selfish, right? And I want to tell you a little bit about how um, I've struggled with this because right now, just for perspective, I have my coaching business. I run an additional business as well. I'm running my household. I'm doing extracurriculars. I have my own passions. I have my husband that I want to spend time with. I have friends and desires. And I always felt for the longest time that if I were to run this business, if I were to pursue my own health goals, if I were to be able to show up that I would be really, it wouldn't be to the benefit of my kids, but I was dead wrong because I was just positioning it the wrong way and approaching it the wrong way. And once I learned how to shift that, it actually helps me and my kids and everybody connect better. And the thing for me was really just taking the complication out of all of the things, right? I think as moms, we tend to want to do more so that we don't feel as guilty. But by doing that, we end up burnt out, okay? So in order for us to really start somewhere, I want you to start with thinking, you know what? I don't have to feel guilty for taking care of myself because being a healthy person will directly translate into being a healthy mom. And that is so incredibly important, okay? Because if you are taking care of your body and your mind, right, <laughs> that's going to translate into your family. If you are taking care of your body in an empowering way, we're not dieting, we're, we're talking about lifelong sustainable health habits, right? We're not talking about a 30-day challenge or anything like that. Things that you do for life. If you can do it in an empowering way, you are actually taking care of your mind. When you're taking care of your mind, when your mental health is solid, when your nervous system is regulated, you can show up more powerfully as a balanced, even-keeled mom rather than being the mom that snaps at her kids all the time. And I'm going to just share something really personal and um, transparent with you guys. When I was in the early stages postpartum with both of my kids, I had severe postpartum depression, and my depression and anxiety actually manifested um, and presented as rage. So I was constantly snapping and screaming and yelling at my babies. And it was really, really challenging for me. So now when you have an additional diagnosis, of course, that can add a huge layer of added guilt. So it's important that, again, you have to you have to prioritize your self-care that means seeking out the support that you need for me it meant going back to my OB and getting a referral for therapy getting medication happy to say that now six years later um, I haven't been on medication I am depression free um, I'm feeling really really good about where I'm at but it all starts with just asking for help like I said before um, and you know just a reminder too just talking about um, an empowered approach to fitness your kids don't need a skill Skinny mom, they need a healthy, happy mom. And if that also happens to be skinny, great. But if we can focus on the happiness aspect and the healthiness aspect before we work on the physical appearance, you are going to be able to feel much more empowered and safe and confident in your body. And like I said before, that translates into your family life and your family dynamic. So here's another way to ditch the mom guilt start including your kids in the process of getting healthy. So, teaching them healthy habits by showing up for yourself, having them come on walks with you, having them join you in the kitchen, whatever it is, let them be a part of it. And the last piece of this um actually, you know what? I want to talk about the real secret to transformative self-care because we did mention self-care a bunch and I want to talk to you about what the real secret is here. Um and unfortunately, it's not bubble baths like I mentioned. Now, Maybe a bubble bath uh, is totally the transformation that you need, and if you can sustain that on a daily basis, great, do it. But baths are not for everyone, and baths don't fix everything. They're a temporary band-aid. So let's first talk about self-care as moms, right? Don't get me wrong, I love a good bubble bath, and I make it a point to have, um, well, I do, I like my Epsom salt soak. Um, (laughs) As you guys know, I love to take care of my body, and so, For me, it's just how I can show up for myself on a daily basis, not just the one-off like spa days or, you know, an hour to myself. The truth is, if you are not caring for yourself and connecting with your own needs daily, daily, yes, I said it, you are not going to be able to show up powerfully and confidently. And so here are my non-negotiables, my must-dos for myself when it comes to regular self-care, and this might look different for you. So for me, it's my early morning routine, okay? That means I actually, (laughs) I wake up earlier, which doesn't feel like self-care. I know for some that can feel like punishment, but I wake up earlier so I can actually give myself the time to dedicate the first two whole hours of my day to myself, before I take care of anybody else. Because at the end of the day, if I wait till the end of the day, I am so burnt out. I just don't have the energy emotionally or physically to go work out or go meditate or go read or whatever. So I do all of that in the morning. So that's my first secret there. The second is to take care of my physical body for my mental health. And when I say that, um, for me, that is, for example, um, foam rolling. And even if it's just a moment of just trying to release some of the tension and feel just uh, like I can feel my body physically relax, it helps me regulate It helps me to be less tense so I can not bring that tense energy into my interactions with my kids. And ultimately, when you're focusing on your physical body, again, this is helping your mental wellness. The other thing too is just eating to fuel your body and your energy needs and not fueling, or excuse me, Let's add one more thing to that. You're fueling for your body, you're fueling for energy, and you're fueling for your soul, which means also you're honoring your cravings, right? We're not living... For me, it's not living in restriction. There's so much that I have to sacrifice and there's so much discipline I'm already implementing in my life. Um, You don't need to be restrictive with food to reach your health goals. And ultimately, when we have a complicated relationship with food, it can really carry over again into that mental health. So... For me, it's more about making sure that my energy needs are prioritized and secondly, really making sure that I am fueling for the level of activity that I'm doing so that I can stay healthy, I can recover well, I can feel balanced. And not only that, I don't tell myself, like... Here's a treat. I deserve it. Like I deserve a treat all the time because I'm a human being and I deserve food. So (laughs) that is kind of my philosophy around food. I actually just by the way, I teach women how to um, uncomplicate their relationship with food in every stage of motherhood and still reach their goals without dieting. Just a little by the way situation. The next thing um, that I do that's a non-negotiable is checking in with my people, which means I check in with my coaches. I have several coaches. I check in with my close friends. I check in with my circle. I'm checking in with my family. And when you have support, that is self-care. If you are actively isolating, whether you realize it or not, you're not taking care of yourself. Um, And, you know, the whole saying, it takes a village, came from, you know, centuries of people literally helping the mom be able to do what she needs to do. The whole village helping to take care of this child. Now, the dynamic is very different in this day and age, but we need to really come back to that root and be able to ask for help without guilt And say, I need this. Can you please help me with this? So for me, it's saying to my coach, hey, can you schedule me some workouts that will fit within this time frame? And yes, the reason that I have a coach is because I don't want the mental load of having to create my own workouts. I just want to show up and do them. That's why I I practice what I preach. So and the, the other thing too is just making sure that you have the emotional support to get through your day, especially if you're constantly feeling on edge, right? Um, and the last thing for me, my um, just my self-care non-negotiables, is that when I'm thinking of doing something, an act of self-care, whether that's movement, meals, or mindset, or some form of activity to help me relax, I do it from a place of future me. And I am not coming from like, you know, I'm going to I'm just going to do something right now that feels really good in the moment but I'm going to regret later. So for example, like I quit drinking back in the fall because it wasn't serving me anymore. It was just acting like a band-aid. It was helping me relax, yeah, but ultimately it was helping it was really making me feel worse in general by relying on like a nightly glass of wine to help me unwind right so that's what I say when I mean or excuse me that's what I mean when I say act as future you so the the last two things I want to talk about is learning how to truly show up for yourself so in order to do that what does that even mean right you have to make the decision that you matter you have to make the decision that you deserve it you have to decide say I deserve to take care of myself period like truly take care of myself my body deserves to feel good my soul deserves to feel seen and good my emotions are valid and i'm gonna lean into all of it right and then you need to have a plan in place if you're gonna truly show up for yourself you have to have a roadmap period, right? And in order to follow that roadmap, again, it comes back to the support. You need the support in place to make it happen, enrolling the support of your partner. And more importantly, enrolling the support and guidance of a qualified coach or professional to help you get there. Okay. And then You need to start scheduling it in. So you've made the plan. You've made the decision. You've got it all done. You need to schedule it in as if it's as important as a work meeting, as if it's as important as your baby's doctor's appointments. It has to be in your calendar if you're going to show up and do it. And it's non-negotiable, right? And then lastly, you have to stick to your promises if you're going to show up for yourself. And I'm going to talk about how that's going to look different in motherhood in just a second here before we wrap this up. So The last thing I want to talk about is just managing the chaos of motherhood, right? In order for us to go from surviving to thriving, we have to be able to manage the chaos. And life is chaotic as a mom. So chaotic. Oh my gosh. So here's three key points I want you to take away from this. And that's one, reframing consistency. Consistency does not mean... Going into the gym every single day at the exact same time, at the exact same intensity, no matter what, even if you're sick, even if your leg is broken, even if you have to cancel all of these things, that's not consistency. Consistency, especially for a mom, is learning how to be flexible. So that's key point two, right? So consistency is one, but in order to be consistent, you also have to be flexible. So what does that look like? That means saying, Hey, I had this scheduled in today. I got all these things. I'm ready to show up for myself. And then all of a sudden the baby gets really sick or maybe, you know, is just so, so clingy. And you're like, well, how am I supposed to strength train with a baby strapped to me? You don't, you change you change the objective for the day and you say, Hey, I'm still going to show up for myself, but today it's going to look like a walk instead of an hour in the gym. Right? So that's what I mean by being flexible so that you can be consistent, for example. Um, and then lastly, you just want to adjust your expectations. If you're truly going to manage the chaos of motherhood, you have to completely rethink the way that you're going to show up for yourself because the truth is, there is an added layer of craziness when you are a mom on, on their health journey. And I feel, and I've experienced this for myself, I feel like so often we think, because society tells us, we're moms, you're super, you can do it all, you should do it all. Actually, you should be able to go to work, clean your house, make sure everybody's fed, make sure your kids are really kind, make sure that they're doing blah, 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 blah. And it doesn't doesn't leave any room in your life for you. So you have to adjust your expectations. If you are going to show up that way with that added huge layer of motherhood, which for some of us becomes our entire identity, you have to remember that you're not childless and able to just drop whatever you're doing to go to the gym. You have to understand that even for a temporary season, your workouts are gonna look different, your food is gonna look different, Your consistency is going to look different. Your results are going to look different. It's just, it's a matter of being able to manage the mindset component. And this is where the support comes in and where it's so incredibly important and non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable. You have to get support if you're going to manage your meals, your movement, and your mindset and motherhood. It's, this is the village, my friends, right? This is so important thank you so much for joining me today. I know this was a super long training and I'm so happy to give this to you today. And as always, be bold, be fit.